Thanks for listening to episode three of the Chive and Diaries podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Erin. And today is the first ever episode where we have a guest on. Today we have Brendan Grant, or all we know him as Bren Grant, also known as Aaron's dad. Um, I'm delighted we have Bren on as our first guest, as I know he has lots of wise knowledge to share with all of our listeners. Growing up, I always seen Bren as another father figure in my life, and he always made me feel like a part of his family. So, Erin, I just want to go to you. Why did you want your dad on as the first guest? Um, I actually, I had my first life coaching session the other day. And my life coach asked me, like, how had I become such a wise young woman for my age? And the first thing I said was my dad. Like, having honest um, conversations with my dad, being unjudged. Like, that's a safe space I can always go to have a chat. And I just thought, wow, this man has so many stories to tell. And this could help so many young people that are going through the same stuff that I went through. Because I know he helped me so much with that. So, yeah. Yeah, so welcome to the podcast, friend. Welcome, Dad. Thank you very much, girls. Do you want to introduce yourself? It's a pleasure to be here because I'll tell you, you know, you know, after listening to the first two episodes and, uh, you know, being here, it's just flooding back memories of the two of you's gits over the years. You know, being from, uh, I was only looking at the... uh, the picture in the school the other day of uh, the class in uh, junior infants. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, uh, it's amazing how your, your your relationship has grown and stuck solid. Yeah. You're ticking tin. You know what I mean? So it's it's just a credit to the various, you know what <laughs> And mean? now here we are. So here that's great. Yeah. And uh, it's great to be over here just to be a part of this. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been looking at what Aaron's been doing and, and bringing you into to, to, the name of it, the Thriving Diaries yeah. and working together. It really is special to, to, to be able to experience and witness, yes. you know. So the best of luck with everything, and I hope we can be of some sort yes, of benefit. Yes, 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 yes. Right, Bren, so what brought you to that chair today? Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I'm Bren, yeah, I, I suppose uh, I'm, uh, I'm 51 years old. 51 years young. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, I come from a, a family of 12 kids, of seven sisters and four brothers. Um. And yeah, I've uh, I have four children, four amazing children, you know. Um, Amen. Who are all up in their twenties now, you know what I mean? So they're not looking for any more money. Out, <laughs> the God. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're great. So you know, uh, I've had an amazing life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? The last twenty years. You know what I mean? Um, you're very wise. You know, but yeah. I could I, I could go back, you know what I mean, the, the the thirty years before that where you know what I mean, I was lost. Yeah. You know, so it's great to be able to come here now. I haven't really been able to express this sort of stuff in this sort of setting yeah. for other people to hear, you know what I mean? I'm a member of uh, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. I have been since uh, since I've been twenty one. Uh and amazing things has happened in my life since then, you know, but that's why I'm here. I'm here yeah. I suppose to Relay, tell the, relay tell, that tell wisdom. Story, yeah. It's very brave that you came on and you know, talk about all this stuff. Like, yeah, well, I suppose that's the way things have developed. Honesty is your, like, is your brand. Mm. Like, mm. that's really how you've lived your life. Yeah, well, I suppose I've I've learned to express myself. One thing that that, that I suppose I I, I learned in, in in AA was that if I wasn't willing to try and express the things yeah. that I needed to talk about, I was going to have to carry them around, and they were a real weight on my shoulders. You know yeah. what I mean? The things that I used as uh, you know, like clubs to beat me myself with or feelings of guilt and shame over mm. behaviours or, or how I was. Like, I've a, I've a, I've four kids, you know what I mean, um, in their 20s, you know what I mean? But I, I wouldn't be able to say that, look, I was a, a, a good parent 
for all them years because like there was a time where I just didn't know how to parent kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you were I, still a kid yourself. Really. That's it because I I I'd never I'd never grown, but I just thought like you know, and it's it, it could be the same for for a lot of people, you know when a a a, a child arrives, yeah. you know. And you're a father, but that doesn't mean you're a parent. You know what I mean? That's so true, I, very I, true. Oh, yeah. I, I struggled with a, an awful lot of that stuff, you know what I mean? Because I still wanted to live my life as a single man, even though I had kids. Yeah, yeah. not be you selfish know? anymore. Did yeah, you try yeah. to be, like, as you said, there's a difference between a father and a parent. Did you try to force yourself into a role that wasn't you? Like, did well, you try and be a certain type of person for your kids? Yeah, well, the the, the great thing about, about the kids, I suppose, about, uh, was that, you know unconditional love is just amazing it's an amazing thing to experience you know what i mean um but it it wasn't always there you see because the things that was going on inside me about how i felt about myself yeah was stopping me from experiencing that you know what i mean so i was i was trying to to, to do the right thing but i was also trying to live my life the way I wanted it. I was still trying to have all the conditions right. Freedom and, all and yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Which but was, freedom meant something different for you when you were a young man. Freedom meant going out and partying and doing oh, whatever no, you yeah. like. Yeah. But true freedom came when you were sober and you were being a good parent. No, no when you talk about you know, freedom though, you know, it, when I was back like it, it was it was a sense of freedom. Yeah. That, that I felt, but it wasn't real freedom because, you know, I was hiding. You were trapped. Me yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't want anybody to know that I felt, uh, you know, I felt less than, I felt uh, guilty and ashamed of myself about who yeah. I was, you know what I mean? So I had to, to learn how to be something else. And that's what alcohol and drugs allowed me to yeah. do, you know what I mean? I was able to Hide. become something else, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, and it worked. It worked for years, you know what I mean? I ended up having four kids and... Uh, I think that was the catalyst for me me wanting to stop was that I wasn't able to be yeah. the father that I knew deep down inside I wanted to be. Your you know potential I mean? was there. Yeah, you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. So that that all changed then when I hit 31 then I hit a rock yeah. bottom and, and I needed to stop and that's when I ended up going to AA. Yeah. But like even that there's an awful lot more stuff uh, you know when I go back of living in Darren Park you know what I mean yeah. when, uh, when I was young that feeling of, of, of feeling less than, thinking that everybody else had more than us. Because we were yeah. a big family. We, How many we, of you is there? Oh, seven sisters and four brothers. Well, what, was it like, oh, what was it like growing up with a big family? Oh, jeez, it was amazing. Um, It was amazing and it was, it could have had tragic episodes as well, you know what I mean? Uh, like what, what, what you're feeling? You know, I suppose, like, uh, you know, the great thing to be part of a, a, a big family is, to, like, there was loads of fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there was loads of, you know, my dad wasn't well. My dad was in a wheelchair, you know what I mean? And we all had to come together to take care of him, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, like, my dad passed away when I was 11. That was, That's you know, very that young, was yeah. a big, a big, big hit to take at that age. Yeah. Yeah. It's and actually uh, a mad mirror there because I lost my brother Gary when I was 11. Mm. So we were about 11 when yeah. we to have to that. Very young yeah. to experience That's that history kind of repeating itself there. Oh, so, yeah. like, what effect did losing your dad so young have on you? Oh God. Um, when I just think back now, like me, me teen years, you know what I mean. Like it was like free flow. That's yeah. what it was like. You know, 
I'd nobody tell me the difference between right or wrong, what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. You know, so I was living the double life, you know what I mean? At home, I was a certain way, outside, I was nuts. Yeah, you know was your I mean? dad hired on you as when you were kids? Not at all, no. my dad was delightful. Yeah, a great man to be around. I can only imagine he was fucking great crack, because you and every single one that grants the whole lot, yous are mad, yeah. and yous are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And yes, are yes, are just so charming, and I can only imagine that he was the very same. Cause your yeah. mom is actually quite quiet. Yeah, yeah I feel she, like she's a lady. She's a lady. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And um, I'd say that your dad was busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same though. All my dad's family, like same all his brothers and all, all the same yeah. sort of uh, uh, way of thinking, and, and, and they're all uh, charmers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So like moving on through there, you know what I mean. So the teenagers was mad. So that's where. You know, I remember I used to wear a, 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 I used to wear this stuffful coat, you know what I mean? And uh, I used to wear it because it was a, like a protection. It was yeah. Like, you know, it was around me and, uh, you know, like, I just I never wanted anybody to know how I felt. Yeah. And I was always afraid to tell anybody how I felt just yeah. in case that they'd use it against me. So it was always hid. So I never developed how to express myself, which yeah. is what happened when I joined the And did any of your family, like, did they express themselves? Like, was it a comfortable space to be able to talk? Because I feel like yeah. all your sisters are so, oh, yeah. you know, in touch with their, um, like, self-expression. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's, that's been their own personal growth. Like, yeah. the thing about me sitting here, this is only my experience. Yeah. Like, you could probably talk to each one of my, my brothers and sisters yeah. and they would have a completely different... Yeah, I suppose it's because I'm, I'm only, what, 23... And I'm looking at you as, as grown adults and I'm thinking, wow. You didn't, didn't see what they were like when they were younger. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see you as, you know, where me, Asho, Dylan, Dara, like my brother Stewie, all of us young people are. Mm. I think, you know, you are all our idols, really. Yeah. And we want to get there, but we don't realise that it does take time. And mm. it takes a lot of life experience to be yeah. able to sit there and be as wise as you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I suppose, like, in my case, I found a way to, to, I found a way to feel all right in my own skin. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, my life was about always about conditions. Yeah. You know, if if my partner loved me, I'd be okay. If I was paying, if I was paid enough wages in the job, I'm okay. Yeah. If the kids are behaving, I'm okay. Yeah. If the rent is paid, I'm okay. And and all these things, if if all these things are all right, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But like start, you know, making the relationship go pear shaped. Yeah. Or make the, the kids misbehaving or like I lose the job. A piece of a chessboard. You know what I mean? You know, the the blocks will start falling apart, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't be able to cope with my emotional state and mind in these situations. Yeah. So I'd you know what I mean, a lot of the time I I, I chose drink. Drink helped me to be able to cope with my emotional state of mind because I didn't care when I was drunk. Like what made you turn to drinking drugs as a young man? Well, the first drink I ever had, I was 14. and uh, So young. I remember now I remember looking at uh, lads, older lads, and they'd be drinking at the weekend, and I'd be thinking, Jays, I'd love to know what that was like. Yeah. You know? Now, the things that I struggled with before then, you know what I mean? I was, I was insecure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I felt insecure. Uh, so you afraid like even the, the, the things like at 14 you know you want to be able to kiss girls you want to be able to you know yeah. act the feel you know but they were the things that I struggled with because I was shy yeah. so I'd be afraid to, to, to kiss a girl you yeah. know what I mean uh, so as soon as I started drinking I was, able, I was able to do all the things that you know so it changed me life mm-hmm. you know what I mean so the effect that first drink had on me you know what I mean 
I want it again. Again. Don't so, and, and like, you know, within a year or two, you know, I was using, uh, you know, alcohol to be able to cope with my emotional state of mind. Yeah. Because I didn't have to care because when I wasn't drinking, you know, I was consumed with this, this, uh, this feeling of being less than. You yeah. know what I mean? Of feeling that I'm not good enough. Actually having to deal with your emotions. Yeah. 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 You yeah, know, like, actually yeah. having to deal with them, but not being able to deal with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That because I felt a, 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 a certain way emotionally, you know, I'm thinking that it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, looking back now, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like I know that everything that, that happened, you know what I mean? You know, brought me to where I am today. You know what I mean? So I'm able to look back at them. You know, I don't feel that way today. You know what I mean? Because of the experiences that I had. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, onwards and upwards, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I like just as you were saying there, you know, watching younger people drink and wanting to be more like them. Mm-hmm. Like what I feel like, you know, was there for you and what's still there for our generation is that alcohol is hugely romanticized in Ireland. Oh right, and okay, it's yeah. glamorized and you know, everyone wants you know, looks up to it like it's something so fun to do, but doesn't realise the effect that it can have on your personal life if mm. you're using it as a med. To numb, uh, no, yeah, numb yeah. yourself as you yeah, said. Yeah, you would never know the 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 the, the problem that's really out there, especially yeah. for young people. Like, uh, you know, a lot of the the people that I talk to and that I know, you know what I mean. A lot of uh, the personal, you know what I mean, downfalls begins yeah. or not doesn't doesn't begin, but comes to the front of everything when you're a young teenager. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if the right support isn't in place, you know what I mean. In my case, I developed my own way of thinking. Yeah. I seen the world my own way, which was pear shaped. Yeah. It was distorted. It was warped. You know what I mean? I thought that that this it's okay to be this way when it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I never could see that I was affecting people that I so called cared about. Yeah. Through my behaviour. I thought that that was all right. So life was normal to me. Yeah. Because I thought that that's what normal is. That's all you knew. Yeah. yeah. You know what and I mean? So I, I didn't. I feel like you didn't have a means, you know, like we do now. I know internet can be a good and a bad thing, but we have so much knowledge at our fingertips and so much, you know, self-help books, mm. counsellors, you know, life coaches, all that stuff. But for years, there was no handbook mm. passed down to say, okay, this is how you deal. Mm. Now I feel like we are better, although mm. we have a long way to go, I think, with uh-huh. education of mental yeah. health and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yes, we're definitely kind of in a neglected time for mental health and that. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Like the, the, the 70s and 80s like was, yeah. a, bit, was a bit nuts, all right. Chaotic uh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And if Anne was wrong with you, it'd be like frowned upon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, see, but this is the thing that you that you would be trying to hide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shame. Like, yeah. Shame. Guilt and shame, right? Like, where, where the two biggest, you know, uh, stumbling blocks for me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, when I was sober, you know what I mean? Uh, I felt guilt and ashamed about who, who I was. And what, and, what and, parts, though? And, 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 yeah, but the thing about it was, was that I'd, uh, so I would be behave in a certain way to make sure that nobody ever knows that yeah you know what i mean so yeah. it would be hiding that all the time it was it your mental health you were ashamed of or the fact that your well, dad passed away young or... yeah well the, 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 it, it's it, it all added up because uh you know i um i, I low self-esteem i didn't know at that time yeah but my core you know was 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 dead yeah. Do you know what I mean? The so, numbness again. So, yeah. So, the, the, the numbness that I'd, I, I... So, I tried to be this person, but I was never me. Yeah. You know, I never found out who I was. Yeah. 
I tried to fit in to everything else that was you going on. You were a bousy. And yeah. you were a class clown. And yeah, I feel I, like you hid behind the humour a lot. Yeah, and that's it. And like, I used to do this stupid dance when I was young. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> this stupid dance and, and this, uh, what was it? Did, 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 you know, and I'd still yeah. do this bleeding dance. But the thing about it was... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, got me, it got me a bit it got me a bit of attention from yeah. the mates oh, right. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean oh I feel like that's a, actually you a know, lot where it was like from. a famous brand dancer we used to go around and, and uh, uh, do mumming at, at Halloween and she would be cleaning up because they used to give cash out and not fruit and sweets no so way. we'd go around and we'd, doing, <laughs> and we'd be doing this fucking dance we'd be we'd be uh, We'd be singing a few songs and all, you know what yeah. I mean? Now, they were all, all great times and all, but like, you know, uh, don't get me wrong, you know, life wasn't all, you know, a big pile of shit. I'm sure like, there was lots so of much, stories. Yeah, so things. much fun. Yeah. So much fun and, and, you know what I mean, like of a great family, you know what I mean? Yeah. My brothers and sisters, like we've all grown together, yeah. you know what I mean? And there's been, a, a, there's been a, a time, like especially over the last 20 years where, like we're rock solid, you know. We, we after love being reconnecting. Ar- yeah, we love being around each other. I I love being around me, me, me family. And know, when yeah. when I see us all together, I'm like that synchronicity between us all is just <laughs> fab. Like it's like fireworks going off. The conversations that you have and yeah, yeah, I'd be just in awe when I'm around two years having yeah. a conversation yeah. because I know that what you are saying is just our gold. Mm. I suppose growing it like growing, uh, and that's what's happened. Like we've all. We've all grown up. We've all entered different phases of our life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, when, when I hit 30, you know, I knew that I just wasn't able to live life the way I was living anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not having kids because, you know, there was a time where I just didn't want to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just wasn't able to cope with how I felt. How you did know you mean? know, like, when you hit rock bottom and you just wanted to change? Well, there was a situation right where, uh, you know, I was after something happened. And for the first time, I was able to see that affected somebody I cared about. Yeah. Now, I was 31 at the time. Yeah. Right? So, before that point, for 31 years, I never could see that my behaviour was affecting people that I cared about. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how that was that I was able to live 31 years and never be able to see that. And that's the, the sort of the selfishness that, that was, was buried inside me. You know what I mean? That uh, of wanting everything my way, wanting all the conditions right. Yeah. So uh, that's what happened. Something affected, and I was devastated. Yeah, that guilt you and know, shame again. The guilt and the shame. Yeah. Just got too much, so uh, I made a call, and uh, I was brought to an AA meeting. Yeah. You know, I walked into the meeting, and uh, people were walking in, smiling, laughing, dressed well, and I'm thinking. Am I in the right place here? Yeah. You know, because I was consumed with self-pity. I was thinking my life is the worst of all. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody could be this bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But these were people who were, were in exactly the same place, you yeah. know, who actually got well. You know, so that was the first meeting that I went to. You know, it was brought by two lads. You know, they took care of me that night. You know what I mean? But it was a really dark place. And that wasn't the, that wasn't the last time I drank. No. Like, I spent two years trying to trying to not drink you know what I mean? And uh, I was doing all right. And then I'd drink again. And the devastation would be 
a killer again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? The fe- or this feeling of being a failure. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was probably there all my life. Failing in uh, in relationships, failing in jobs, failing as a parent. You know what I mean? So these were the things that I, I, I struggled yeah. with. It's like, do you know that... what that is like? Identity crisis. Because yeah. when something keeps on happening and happening, like you're saying failure, mm. it leads you to think, okay, is failure a personality trait that I have? Am I a failure? Yeah. But you had an identity crisis because you were never actually this person that you thought you were this bad person who mm. hurt people mm. that was just what everyone told you that you were that's what society told you that you were coming from a like an, a lower class and stuff mm. and then i think when you were 30 when you started having these more spiritual conversations you realize actually i'm not yeah, what yeah, everyone yeah. told me i was yeah i'm a completely different person yeah, well, well see this but this is the thing i didn't know who i was so when yes. i when i stopped you know i don't think at any time i was ever brian grant yeah you know what i mean so that's what happened was that I, I, I you know, with, with the help from a, a you know, uh, my sponsor in AA, you know what I mean? We, we, he, we worked on the program of AA and I start to become aware of, of all the, the defects that I had, the things that are bad about me, you know what I mean? Like, and I was, I was extremely selfish, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was a hypocrite, I was judgmental, I was going around pointing the finger at everybody as being the you problem talk, yeah. in my life, you know what I mean? But what I became aware of was that I was the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I needed to look inside and change the things that were making me who I was then. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, out of that, like, you know, I started to, to, to feel good about what I was doing, how I felt, you know. Uh, I started to become, I, I think, well, you know, I could, you wouldn't be able to ask me, you'd have to ask my kids what type of father that I became. Amazing! You know, but, <laughs> you know, that that's what happened. Like, a, a lot of things changed really quickly when I started to change this this mental attitude that I had yeah. about myself you know what I mean and it wasn't it, it wasn't a flick of a switch you know yeah. what I mean this couldn't becoming aware of all this sort of stuff over time the longer that I was staying away from the drink you know what I mean that my mind started to grow you know what I mean because uh, you become just, sober in every sense of the word yeah, because I, like I, I was still a child like before I stopped I was still reacting to situations as a child was you know what I mean? Like Throwing you know, your toys out of That's it. And, and like, no, I didn't get any sweets. Wow, I want some sweets. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like that in the relationships that I was in. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when I wasn't getting me on way, I was just fucking awkward. And, and, you know, I would behave. And I justify my behaviour by looking at others, how they behave. Well, if you do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I was never really me. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's that's what I suppose it, it has happened slowly but surely. You've, I've, I've you've come become, home to yourself. Yeah, and like uh, you know, I don't need the conditions right today. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel good about who I am and how I am with others. You know, like no mean? matter what else falls apart around you, inside you're going to be fine. Mm. You're okay. Yeah, and and that's it because the thing about it is, anything can happen in life. That's what I've realized. I yeah. read a book in uh, in in when I was twenty six. Man's Search for Meaning, it was yes. called. I think I've told you this one a couple of times. I have your copy and all. Yeah, Aaron always mentions like, yeah, that. Was a, there was a part in it, uh, like I read when I was 26, I got it off me, a mate of mine, and uh, it, it talked about uh, Victor Frankl, who was in a, a concentration camp. They were after taking his, all his family, killing them. Yeah. You know, took his, his work, his home, his money, everything. You know what I mean? He had nothing, right? And there's a part in it where he looks, uh, he makes eye contact with the... Uh, the guard and the guard comes over and starts baiting him with the butt of the rifle on his on his, his head, you know. Yeah. So he's on the ground, like it's minus eighteen or something cold, like the what bare well. feet, the whole lot, right? And uh 
in that moment when he's lying on the ground and the blood's pissing out of him, all he can think of is his wife's smile. Oh. So when I read that, I just thought, Jesus, wouldn't that be amazing? Like, even though life is shit, he had something that, I'd be able to, to... that I'd be able to think the way I choose to think. Yeah. You know, and that was a seed that was set back then. Like, I, I continued to drink for another five years after that. But that never left me the thought that... Your values I'd be changed. Able, yeah. But it never left me the thought that I'd be able to, to choose the way I think in a situation. Yeah. Even though life can go pear-shaped around me. Because, like... You know, you're going to experience everything that life has to throw at you. You know what I mean? It's uh, a sum of decisions, really. And you're making the decisions about how you're going to react to certain things that mm, happen to you. Yeah. And you made a decision that you weren't going to live like that anymore. Mm. And now, at the same time as well, like, you know, that's all great stuff. But, like, you throw a humdinger. Like, my emotional attachment to the to the four kids that I have. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I think I can get through anything. But, like, when they're going through stuff... I struggle with my emotions. Really? Yeah. So, so the the choices that I'm able to make in other areas, you know what I mean? I'm not able to use them because I'm, I love my kids and I just want them to be happy. I want them to be okay. Now you know you how know? your mum felt when you were addicted exactly. to drinking drugs and yeah. you were going through yeah. stuff and now you just want the four of us to be okay and to be happy and really, again, it's history repeating itself and mm. being able to understand yeah. how parents feel when they're seeing their kids go through shit. Yeah. I think that's something important for anyone to remember if they are going through things like that, that, you know, check in on your parents. It's yeah. very hard for your parents to to see you struggle. Mm. Like the, the, the thing about me, me, me dad, like me dad wasn't wasn't here to, to, to be able to give me a bit of direction. Yeah, yeah a bit of discipline. And that, that's the thing, like, that, like I remember talking to, to, to my son uh, one day. We were after having a bit of a barney the week before and he came right. and he apologised and all, but like... And that's what I says. Like I, I says the only thing that I have to give you is my life experience. I can just help you try and get through yeah. the emotional turmoil that you will hit in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're not, none of us are free of this. No. You know yeah. what I mean? As I said to 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 my daughter last week, uh, you know. You can name names if you want. <laughs> the thing about it is, is, is that, you know, shit will not stop going. So you have to find a way to be able to deal with the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and what the shit is for me is me emotional state of mind. So that's what yeah. I need to manage. If I can manage that in the flow of life around me, that you know I can be all right. I can mm-hmm. find a little bit of peace, contentment, and be happy and joyous and free yes. any day. Yeah. Because the easiest thing that you can do is lose yourself in self pity and think like, the world has done me so dirty. Mm. Like I don't deserve anything that happens. But if Victory Frankel can sit down in that mud and take mm. a bait and then visualise his wife's smile, like, we can do that on a daily basis as well. Mm. We can visualise the best for ourselves. Like, you know, from my experiences as well, coming, you know, from, like, dark mental health yeah. areas in my life, I always just, you know, held on for a fucking better time. Mm. And now I'm here, present, in that better time. Mm. Like, all you have to do is hold on and visualise something better for yourself and you will eventually get there. Mm. I suppose it's perseverance yeah. more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, like, I suppose, moving on as well, is, is that the, you was doing all right. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, like, I missed out on what I have with you. Like, I'm sure that my dad... You know yeah. what I mean? My dad would have loved it to be able to give us a bit of direction and all that sort of stuff. But uh, the biggest thing for me now, you know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a joy to see us doing well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and 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 growing up and looking at stuff that I never got the opportunity to look at at mm. your age. You know what I mean? Because the possibilities 
that can come out of it. The opportunities that can come out of watches are doing now and finding out this this self discovery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can be amazing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That you can re- be really happy about who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not how life is. Yeah. You're the pilot to your own life. Exactly, yeah. That's it. Um, like, what, what did you say there? Uh, like, when you're talking about um, not being able to give us much, but you could give us conversation. Mm. Like, I think freedom of expression has to be the best fucking gift that you can get in this life because, you know, everyone's so materialistic and so driven by things that you forget mm. that the magic is just being able to be okay in your own skin, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Really. Yeah, like I got a phone call off off my phone today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, driving for three hours, he's got bored. He says, "Here, I'll give you a bit a ring, Dad." Yeah. You know, just just to talk. You know what I mean? And uh, like even last week, down sitting around the table. You know what I mean? You know, I'm sitting there. You know, with my two daughters and my son, and we're talking as adults, yeah. not as father and no. children, yeah. as adults. Yeah. You know. You know, having a respect for each other's view and, and opinions. And they don't have to be the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, you know, arguing me point. Because I always thought that I was right. Yeah. yeah. Now I know that I'm right for me. But that doesn't mean that I'm right for you or anybody else. You're very open-minded and open to other people's yeah. points. So I have to, like, my perspective on how I, I look at life and, and, and what goes on. And how people are. Like, the, 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 the biggest struggle in my life was the relationships that I was in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, it brings it back to the emotions, you know, not able to manage, you know, my emotional state of mind in the relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I'd leg it if it got too hot. I'd leg it, you know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, I'd justify legging it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I just needed to be free of how I felt. Yeah, you're yeah. just scared to deal yeah. with your emotions. Yeah. yeah. Fear. Like, uh, the, the, uh, another big thing that I learned was to be able that it was all right to feel. Yeah. You know, uh, no matter what the feeling is, same with fear, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, consumed by fear at different parts of my life, you know what I mean? But it's all right to be afraid. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, crying, like I remember hiding. You know what I mean? Hiding tears. You know, not afraid of anybody seeing them because I thought it was a sign of weakness. Toxic you know? masculinity. Yes. Yeah, it's the, the the most amazing expression of 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 emotion for a human being can have. Yeah. You know. I feel like it's like therapy. Like mm-hmm. how are you releasing all that fucking shit if you're not letting it come out through tears? Yeah. That's <laughs> like. It's like an exorcism. Get the tears <laughs> out. Let yourself cry. Let yourself feel. Yeah. How else are you ever gonna get over the muck? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Although, like, alcohol, like, had a huge negative impact on your life. I'm sure you have a lot of funny stories. Yeah. Yes. Well, look, like, the thing, the thing about alcohol, like, you know, you know, it, it was great crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah, what we like, want to know, some funny you know, fucking like, stories. Like, like, it's not all like, I, I remember, uh, I remember a, a good one there. So we started drinking down the bridge, you know, and... Uh, when I was in fourth year, I was in pre-employment. I was getting twenty euro a month oh, to be shit. in pre-employment. It was <laughs> money What's pre-employment? It was um like you know if you didn't do your group set or, or if you didn't go on to do. Jay, you might not be speaking your, French to us. <laughs> your uh, your leaving set, you know, right. you'd go into pre-employment. Oh, like then you you'd be yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, but it was right, fourth year paid. in yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So thirty euros. So thirty euros. So I'd give me my fifteen. That left me with fifteen. Right? So, uh, <laughs> what? Oh, what could you get with fifteen? So straight pounds. straight away, you'd be going on the you know, so we went up to get this, this, uh, they started selling this LTL pills. And uh, I said, yeah, just get a couple of cans of this. So we went over the bridge and uh, 
I think it was on my fourth can, fell over the bridge, down into the river, no. busted my lip, and busted me, <laughs> busted me hip. Canal? Uh, over the canal, yeah. No way! Yeah. Oh, God. So I went to Bowman's Hospital in the York, so I was drenched, you know, so... Uh, but I had to go down to the, the doctors down down the town, you know. Dr. Crilly was still alive at the time. Right. He says, I'm going to have to give you a tetanus injection. So I stand there, you know, <laughs> yeah. shivering, soaking wet, yeah. drop the trousers, right? And he, uh, he comes over, he says, oh, you can pull them up. I'll give it to you in the back of your hand. Oh, right. So I'm standing there like an idiot, right? Or, uh, but even then, like, all I was afraid of was... Wait till me ma gets me. Oh, She's no. going to kill I'd me. I'd say you still feel like oh, that. Oh, So into Bow Mount I went and anyway, I fell asleep and uh, woke up the next morning and I just seen her walking through the water towards Uh-oh. me. And I just thought, I am dead, you know. <laughs> but like, me ma be me ma and, you know. I'd say she was very understanding. Just, she was just, just amazing, you know what I mean? She always put up, she, she, like, you know, she always loved us unconditionally. You know? Yeah. Like, Obvious, and even even now, like she's you know with the condition that she has, she just loves her kids. What does she have? You know, she's well, she's uh, you know uh, Alzheimer's. She, yeah, uh, she's in dementia and yeah. Alzheimer's and all that sort of stuff. But like, still, she has her character. Still, and I don't know, you know how like you know she raised twelve after your dad dying and still being able to give you that unconditional love 12 no, no. people yeah. Yeah, how do you like, divide yourself uh, this, this is the thing about me marriage you know what I mean you've got like through all these these books and, and you've got all these heroes like Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy and, yeah. you know Winston Churchill in the Second World War none of them lads would have survived what my ma had done. Yeah. <laughs> none of them yeah. Because you know, I, I remember, I remember like her, you know, the size of her, like she's tiny, yeah, you know, lifting me dad up out of the wheelchair and putting him down, yeah. feeding him, you know, and feeding 12 others at the same time, yeah, cooking dinners, washing clothes. Like, I remember the, the stream of clothes coming out of the, the bathroom into the hall in Darren Park, yeah, and she's there scrubbing clothes in the bath, and one of these, these, these bowers, you know, but uh, amazing, they just, they just don't make people like, like her, you know what I mean. Uh, she kept the head down and she just kept on giving you know what I mean right that give us some more funny stories from your drunk years oh Jesus <laughs> let's get well, I, I suppose explicit yeah. we'll have you relate to some yes <laughs> no well, I, oh, Jesus drunk driving uh, no we're not we're not glamorising that guys yeah, don't drive no. drunk no, I, 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 like um, I just I just know brains do you know what I mean but I remember yeah. uh, I remember, like, I'd, I'd wake up the next morning and have to go looking for my car around the town. Because oh, I'd never, never know where I left it, you know what I yeah. mean? And uh, I remember coming up uh, through the middle of Poymouth. Yeah. And uh, there it is in the middle of the road, you know, down um, just, just beside where my ma used to live. Yeah. That T junction. Was yeah. it legal back then, though? I don't know. No, think... it was illegal to no. be done. Well, I feel like it only came in recently where, like, oh, you could have, like, one pint or no, something. No. no. Guys, no, do no, not no. drink drive. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Another time, another time, I found it up on the beach in Rush with the two doors oh, open. I would understand. Was it? I mean? Did it get flushed away with my no, ocean? Geez, it, just, it was unbelievable. It's probably I, still at the bottom of the seabed somewhere. I just, I, I, there was there was loads of all that sort of stuff, but um, uh, and then there was there was loads of mad stuff as well. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I remember the 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 Dobes match of myself and <laughs> my two brothers going into uh. McCormick's in Balbriggan into a wall of Mead supporters and there was chairs being thrown. You bet the shit out of them. No, I t- well, I t- we got, it, it was just, they just came up. <laughs> and we had to leg it and it was mad. Like, Why were they in 
bad bringing a lot of meat support. Dublin was playing meat. I don't know what they were doing. Well, yeah. They don't make them like yous anymore, for fuck's uh, sake. You know, I remember, oh, Jesus, I remember, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of mad Bailsy stuff. stuff. You know what I mean? But I suppose... I say you and your brothers, everyone was scared. He was no, fucking no, mountains. No, no, no. We all had our, our, our different moments in life, yeah. you know what I mean? But well, you've always had each other's backs. Yeah, ah, definitely. When it sure. came to anything like that, if anyone ever messages, they mess with all It's great It's great to have grown up away from all that. See, yeah. that's the thing. This is the revolution that yeah. happened. Like, you know, I'm not the only one in recovery, you know what I mean? I've, uh, I've three uh, brothers in recovery. Yeah. That is just, you know, that really is just a joy. You can imagine that, that like you know I mean? you're so heavily influenced by your family mm. and you don't even realize it like yeah. you know wh- whoever made the first stepping stone to do that in your family mm. influenced the rest of you yeah yeah but i, I see I, this is the thing about love as well you yeah. know what i mean like when you don't when you don't love yourself when you don't uh you know when you've low self-esteem and all that it's it's hard to love somebody else it's hard to to, yeah. to to spread the love around and all that and i think that that's the, an awful lot of healing has happened yeah. in my family you know what i mean uh that has allowed that to happen you know what i yeah. mean the growth in like my sisters are just amazing amazing they're just yeah. amazing when, even when they're, they're amazing indi- individually yeah. when they're together they're fucking super amazing Tell you me. know what i mean they're just great so sure, that's people. like what i was saying in the last podcast like my first moment really of healing was being around those girls. Yeah. And they were talking about breaking generational trauma chains. No. And I'm like, girls, give us a bit of that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something in you all that's like, you're yeah, ready yeah. to pass but, on the, the baton to the next yeah, yeah. gen, you know? But uh, I remember, because we were, I, I was talking to you, because uh, you were primed yeah. for something to happen at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember I rang up Rita and we said, Rita, yeah, we need to get her down. Yeah, you know she I mean? needs to be with need the gear, though. She needs to be around. And that's what happened, because I knew that the electricity was going to happen as soon as you arrived yeah. there. And that's what happened. They're all healers, like. And so yeah. are you, as like, like, as you said, your other three brothers in, are in AA. Four of you are helping a sea of men mm. discover what you have discovered. Yeah. Like, you have, probably have no idea. You probably can't count how many lads you're after helping. Yeah, you know? but I suppose that see that that's the how AA works is is it's not about in helping them you help yourself. That's what keeps yeah, me. Yeah, but so. it's a societal impact. Mm. It's not just one person. Mm. Uh, it's like the four reviews. Well, well, look at it this way. Like you know, if if I look at my own sponsor, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you know the work that he done with me, you know if that hadn't happened, you know nothing would have changed in my life. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like the the the, the impact that I had. On me, it's just staggering. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, you know, to be able to be, be in a place where, you know, just feel uncontrolled happiness every day. Yeah. You know, to be able and to see do. the great things about people. Like, I remember I remember talking to, 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 to a teacher one day, you know, about, uh, you know, about the difference in different kids and classes and all that. And uh, what, what what she said was that, uh, you know, they always look for the... the, the, the the one good thing that they can find about a child yeah. that there's always something good yeah. to find you know what i mean and uh it's great to be able to see that it's great to be able to see the good in people even people that are having tough days and, and you know you come across people who are having are going through this that and the other without even knowing yeah that they are you know what i mean but be able to treat people with respect you know what i mean yeah. care about where people are at you know yeah. what i mean and and it's just i think that's what 
you're you know, a real a icon, I think, in St. Teresa's. Like, you, so my dad is the um, caretaker in St. Teresa's and he, he had to start working there when me and my little sister Ashling went to live with him. And now I have to tell you about that story, you see, because that yeah. uh, how that happened, right? Uh, like you see, this is another uh story uh, yeah. about AA, right? Because right. I, I was only after starting to do uh, work on the program, yeah. Right? And that was uh, that was I think it was March, right? And by the end of May, right, uh, on the the first of June, right. It was Ash's birthday on the twenty ninth. Yeah. Right. And on the 1st of June, you and Asher were living with me. Yeah. Now, on the 29th, I didn't know that you and Asher were going to be living with me in two yeah. days. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just happened so quick, right? Yeah. Uh, and when it happened, I knew, right, well, you were in St. Teresa, so I had to go to try and get Asher's sorter to get in in September. Yeah. Right, so I went She was on your little tiny so thing going in, yeah. And she was mad. Asher was full of life. Full of beans. I mean? She was a great crack. I've got some great videos on yeah. that day out down of the ass dancing around <laughs> like a head case. But uh, so we went in and I seen Mr. Harn and it, it, uh, that was I, I the told him, told him what was after happening and yeah. uh, he says, yeah, right, there's a place for great yeah. stuff, right? So that was grand. So uh, so then what happened, by the end of June, I was after getting a one-bedroom flat. Yeah. Right? Down in, in Cardi Rock. Yeah. Uh, in August, I got a car. Now, did, when they came first... I was living on a hundred and twenty. It's nearly like you manifested out of your own house, or no, no, no we had no. nothing, right? I and and I, we used to go up and down the town on the bike, right? I'd be yeah. on, I'd be on the, <laughs> she'd be on the, she'd be on the the, the, the saddle, yeah. Asher be on the little small saddle on the front, <laughs> and I'm standing on the pedals, and yeah. I'm flying down the hills like lunatics, right? And uh, so too late, September, too late, ladies. So September, I walked into the school, right. Erin went to her class mm-hmm. and I was bringing Asher into a first day at school in, in junior infants. And uh, um, the, the, the secretary told me um, the principal wants to see you when you're coming back to home breath. I said, yeah, no problem. So uh, up I went, Asher went into her first day at school. It was great. And so uh, I went down into the office and uh, Aiden says to me, he says, are you doing that? I says no. He says, "Listen, there's a couple of hours here if you're interested." That's oh, well. Well, now, the thing about it was, I, I says, "Yeah, I says, yeah, I says, when you want me to say, I says, now if you want." So I went and started walking <laughs> there. And there. Now, now, right, listen to this, right? So that was great. So, it's, what hours do you want to want to, or what hours do you need me to walk? From nine o'clock till two o'clock, right? So the kids started Perfect. started yeah. at yeah. nine o'clock, and then uh, oh, nine o'clock till one o'clock. So yeah. I shall finished at twenty past one. Yeah. And. Aaron finished at 22. So at four hours every day. And then everything just unfolded. Everything just fell into place. Like, yeah. you're just un- unbelievable how it happened. And you still yeah. work there today? Still work there today. Like, I, I see, later. you know, the little kids walking by you even now. And they're like, hi, Brent. And they'd be so... Even you know, my niece, Becky. She's always like, Aaron, yeah, that is Brent. Because you, give, you wow. give every child the time of day. And I think that's what was so amazing living with you as, like, two young girls... Like, you are a child with us, and you're oh, still yeah. a child. Mm-hmm. You're just a big boy who wants to have fun. And oh, I feel yeah. like that's why you're so perfect for that skill, and you bring such a sense of community to the kids. And yeah. such a, see, but another thing that I learned today, yeah, you see, that, yeah. and, and even, like, that you never, you, you never look, because I, I remember even, you know, talking to you as, right, you as our kids, and I'm talking to you, like, you know what I mean, I'm fucking 40 years old. Yeah. And I'm expecting you to understand what yeah. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, the thing about it was, I, I needed to, to, to change that, because I needed to think 
like a kid because yeah. I was once a kid. And the only way to, to do that is to, for a child to understand or to understand where a child is at is you have to get down to their level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about the, the, the school is to, to be able to, to see all the characters, to yeah. be able to say hello like and, and watch. Like, it's a great place to be. Yeah. You know, the, the, the staff are amazing. You know, uh, the kids are amazing. And, you know, when I'm in there... Yeah. The rest of the world just doesn't exist. Oh. Yeah, you are you know so I mean? happy in there. Yeah. Like in his little uh, caretaking office, and it's like <laughs> Brendan's office, Brendan's shed, shed, shed on the outside. Yeah, office now. you remember the little office? And I remember when oh, you in used the, to. The PE hall. Yeah, yeah, me and Asho felt so privileged as little kids in primary school because my dad used to bring us in and we'd sit in his office with him, eating all the free lunches before <laughs> we'd go to the class, like the food dudes and all. And he'd, uh. he'd be making us tea and we'd just be chilling and. I always felt so special because my dad worked in my uh, school. And he walked by and I'd be there scared, like, that's my dad. But I even remember, like, <laughs> like, even going out into the yard at lunchtime just yeah. to see them. You know yeah. I mean? And he'd give the sneaky wave, but you knew he wouldn't be able to come over and just uh, muffle the ears <laughs> of us for the time. And yeah. then it'd be gas, like, fancy and boys are at, and then now and they'd be like, your dad works here. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. And I missed that so much when I went to secondary school then. Because... Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely. Why are special. caretakers always the soundest people ever? Like even in secondary yeah. school, it was Dave. And yeah, was Dave the caretaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, just think a different boys completely. Yeah. It's like you are nearly like a teacher, but nearly like a student. And yeah, so they like, respect you like a teacher, yeah. but they respect and, and, you like they a have friend. to crack with you like yeah, a and, student. And, 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 so it's always forced names as well. Yeah, you know yeah. What I, mean? yeah. I would call it Brendan, like where a teacher the teachers is a teacher, are Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Jackie's column, like he'd be like, "Oh, there's Brendan as well." Yeah. Like you're, the, you're that, an icon. <laughs> well, no, well, even that. I remember when I started working there. Yeah. And uh, this was a thing that happened fairly regular. Was like you'd, you'd be doing your shopping in Tesco or yeah. Super Value, and then uh, you'd be walking along, and all you hear is, "There's Brendan." <laughs> You know, and you'd look around there, and there's a little kid, and there's a little kid. And it's gas because uh, 20 years prior, all the women were like, Dave's uh, Brendan. <laughs> uh, the role reversal in your life, like, it's, it's just phenomenal. as well, Brendan. Brendan, yeah, so, like, formal. Yeah. yeah. But then, uh, I suppose, like, uh, you know, all that, all that happened, that was another part of my life, you know what I mean? But then, like, I met my wife when I was 40, you know yeah. And, uh, you know, the relationships previous to that time, you know what I mean? Were a different per- you were a different person, right? Really. Yeah, I was a different person. And, uh, you know, I still wasn't able to handle being in a relationship. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, um, like, th- th- we don't have a lot of selfishness. We, we all want our relationships we, we, to, to be perfect. To be. So, you know, uh, the thing about meeting my wife was that, uh, you know, I was in a better place than I ever was to meet me. You wife, learned you know how to mean? love through loving your children yeah. and loving yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, like, uh, that was the best place to be. Like, and Jesus, like, you know, 11 years later, great relationship. With and what's the, what's the secret to a happy marriage, Brendan? Oh, God, you know what I mean? Oh, finding middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. Understand. You know? And sometimes you have, you know, you have to give... You know what I mean? You have to, to give a little and you have to take a little. It's not always going to be 50-50. Sometimes mm. the other might need more. Sometimes yeah. the other might need less. Yeah. You compensate for that yeah. as well. And like just to, to support, like to, to support my wife gave me as well in, in, in a lot of areas yeah. was was great. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, 
what else like to, to even to, to how our relationships you know have developed you know yeah. what I mean uh, the last five years and all it seems the older I get the more laid back I get you know what I mean the oh, more for sure. the more you know what I mean I don't need the relationships to be a certain way anymore mm-hmm. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean I just be myself in it all now yeah. you know what I mean so uh, growth you don't you know, try to fix anything anymore either which I think is no. that's a very recent change for you I feel like you've always been the hero mm. you were the hero for us when we were little and you've yeah. always been and now you've kind of realised that you don't, You can't you can't yeah. be the hero to everyone yeah but that see that's the thing about powerlessness and, and that that's what yeah. the, the AA programme is you know what I mean like that we're powerless over people places and things you yeah. know what I mean that you know there's a lot of stuff that I just can't fix you know what I mean and and that's that, that's a, 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 a a, a tough one you know what yeah. I mean and and there, there you go like there was a, a, a situation you know what I mean with my daughter a couple of weeks ago and and we talked about emotions earlier yeah. on like where you know I had to sit in the car man in floods of tears where realising that I can't fix this yeah I can't fix this so you still have so, the emotions sometimes yeah, so, like so the emotional state of mind was all over well, it wasn't all over the place it was all right to feel because now you know then, how to deal then what, 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 what happened there was then right I accept that you know I'm powerless over this situation and then I see I'd, I'd take a look and think about right well what am I not powerless over yeah right? I'm not powerless over being a supportive parent yeah. you know what I mean and do what I need to do in that end and that's what kicks in you know what I mean yeah where if you go back 30 years ago I would probably mulch on this for six months yeah and turn to bad things and turn to bad things and behave yeah. like a lunatic and you know what I mean? Not try and fix it. Be consumed with self-pity because I'm not able to... It's like to... the serenity prayer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What's the serenity God, prayer? God grant me the serenity to accept the things that kind of change, the courage to change the things. And the wisdom to know the, the difference. difference. That's it. And that's been in yeah. your house since we were children and we used to read it. Hanging on the wall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. framed, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, still, I have that down on my fridge now and that's something that I will always affirm to myself. Like, mm. whether you're like religious, spiritual or not, like even saying that to yourself like grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can because there's such a difference between the two yeah because you know if you're trying to change things you can't change you're like beating a dead horse mm. is that the is that the same thing beating dead a dead horse yeah well, well, a dead more horse isn't going to feel yeah. it's like trying to get blood out of stone like if yeah. you can't change something and you're putting in all this senseless energy sometimes you have to throw your hands up and just say like this isn't out of my control yeah. like you and your situations with your kids mm. and you can't be the hero and you have to just say i need to let this run its course this is their life lessons mm. you know yeah well see the the, the the serenity prayer came from the, the, the aa and, and that's the thing that the, the solution in aa is yeah. to develop some sort of faith yeah in something greater than yourself you yeah. know what i mean uh and that work like i i, I remember uh going up to, i used to go up to my dad's grave a lot of because uh, i just needed somewhere to go to try and, and get some sort of help mm-hmm. you know what I mean now the thing about it is you know uh, what I found worked for me you know what I mean and still works mm. now the, 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 what has changed is that it's it's sort of evolved you know what I mean like I know that you know what I mean without a doubt and I don't need to explain it to anybody it's just through the experience that I've had and what I believe in has helped me to everything that has happened mm-hmm. you know what I mean good and bad you know what I mean? So it's great, like, you know, it talks about gratitude, you know, like... Gratitude's huge. Huge. Like, uh, you know, when I get up in the morning, I'm grateful to be alive. Yeah. 
I say that's three that, that, things when I go to bed at night. Yeah. Yeah. Three things that you're grateful for. And what yeah. would be an example of the three things you'd say? Have? Like just basic things that are the most important, like the roof over your head, your mm. family around you, your yeah. friends. Like. Yeah. And I, they say that gratitude is the the easiest thing to do to higher your vibration and make you a better person. Yeah. You got that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you like you know the vibes. vibes. Oh yeah, Brent's also a rock star uh, singer. Yeah, yeah, a closet rock star. Yeah. Right? But, uh, I, do you know what actually I'd say singing was a huge means for healing for you oh it was yeah and, uh, like any time I sang you know what I mean when I just when I do sing because yeah. like, I love singing and any time I sing you know the rest of the world just evaporates and yeah. dissolves like I keep saying to you n- now the past while I'm like dad you don't sing much anymore maybe you don't have to uh-huh. but I do I sing do it regularly uh, yeah. I sing like a head case do and the dog the dog just be down like hello yeah. <laughs> For head, those who can't see, yeah, he's head tilted. You know, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's great to see. I think that that's also reconnecting with your inner child. Like, we all need a creative means mm. of expression, freedom yeah. of expression, as we say. Yeah, it can be talking, but you have to sing or dance or paint or write or just yeah. do something. Like, kind of, even you doing your makeup, that's like painting. Like, or we all, swimming. Or yeah. swimming, yeah. Like, you like have us to do the other something. day, we were like big kids. Oh, guys, <laughs> like, me and Hannah went swimming the other day, and she was like a I wasn't prepared for it. She literally <laughs> dived in. Dean, was, my boyfriend Dean was like, she just belly flopped. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, great. But yeah. yeah, I think being um being a child is probably one of the best things you can do in life because you're just carefree. Yeah, yeah. If you can definitely, definitely get in touch with it, how you how you were as a child. And, yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like, you know, my sense of humour. And it's the same with all my family. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I love to laugh at everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even the tough times in life, like, uh, y- you know, if you can find a way to, 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 to have fun around it all, you know what I mean? Which Don't uh, take it so seriously. Yeah, you know, and don't be taking yourself yeah. so seriously. You know, that, yeah. that that was a big turning point because, like, there was a time where I was just yeah. deadly serious in my own head. Right, so we're on the topic of younger people. So have you got any advice for people that want to better themselves or try to get sober or just be happy? Yeah. Well, so, uh, the biggest thing for me, you know, the, the, what are you... What wasn't there when I was, you know, a young teenager and all was that uh, I just, I wasn't able to talk uh, to people. So, you know, the freedom of expression, you know what I mean? Learn, you know, how to talk, even though you're afraid, mm. you know, like fear, you know what I mean? Of, of, of uh, anybody knowing how I really felt was it was a big stump or block for me yeah. that I just couldn't get by. And, uh, you know, this was the release of alcohol. Once alcohol, you know, uh, came, it helped me to be able to deal with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Then I didn't care what I'd say to people when I was on the beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it still didn't stop. Like, when I was sober, I still wasn't able to talk. I still wasn't able to express myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were the things that I struggled with. Um, now, I suppose the, 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 how the how the outside world was for me, like, you know what I mean? Losing me dad young, there was a big impact. You know what I mean? That... Like, nobody ever asked me how I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, oh, yeah. Now, the thing about it was like that, you know, all my family had to deal with the same stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there were so many of you, you just yeah. couldn't get one. So everybody, one. everybody yeah. was dealing with the same stuff, you know. But uh, that would be a big one, you know. Uh, finding somebody that you can trust to be able to talk, you know, uh, is definitely a big thing, you know. Uh, and that's a great thing about, about the four years, my own kids, is, you know, 
watching is our relationships develop you know what i mean that you can trust each other that you can talk to each other freely right yeah you know what i mean that is just that's just like it's like monkey see monkey do like what you have all your siblings we have now yeah we have the very same openness Mm. like you know even my brother dara like we were talking about the other day Mm. how everyone always called him shy growing up but he was never just shy he just speaks when he wants to speak yeah 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 like the conversations we have now we would have never had before but because mm. you've t- taught us mm. how to just have you know as you said freedom of expression we can talk about anything and we all help each other so much like mm. the deep conversations we have like are absolutely gassy you'd love to be a fly on the wall listening yeah. to us but yeah. we're all just trying to figure ourselves out we're trying to find mm. ourselves like i had a conversation with my sister ashlyn the other day and we were talking for ages and ages and ages. And she was like, yeah, I don't really know who I am yet. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Do, do yeah. any of us really? Like, we're only so young. We don't have to have all figured out. Yeah. Like, you're only after figuring out at 51, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a long fucking journey. You probably still don't have it figured out. Oh, no. Well, well, one thing that I will say is that, that it, it never stop, stops unfolding. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my understanding of me and the world around me keeps changing through personal experiences every yeah. day and that's the thing about a new day like i get up i'm gra- grateful to be alive and willing to accept whatever life throws at me on a daily basis yeah you know what i mean and most of the time it's all great shit you know mm. what i mean it's not all bad shit when the bad shit comes it there's always a learning curve in it all yeah you know what i mean of being able to manage myself through it yeah you know what i mean like that's it's not about solving the problem it's about managing me in the problem yeah. and moving through it. You know what I mean? So self-management yeah, for definitely. young people. Emotionally, spiritually. Like, you know, the, the, the whole spiritual aspect of it is, is, is big. You know what I mean? Like, there's no doubt about it that I think that the, the, the universe is governed by precise law Yeah. that just cannot be changed. You know what I mean? And yeah. the experience has shown me that that's the way it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? What goes around comes around. You, you, you behave a certain way, something else comes back at you. Yeah. You treat people a certain way, something just comes back at you. You know what I mean? So, Energy, like so that's light, it. So, yeah. so then, you know, that's, that's being aware of myself in the relationships that I'm in. Yeah. You know, treating people with respect. Respect you know is I mean? huge. And respect, it's just, it's it's like a magnet. You know, yeah. you start respecting people. It's literally, as you're saying there, like, it's like when you opened your your heart up to better things in your life and then you got a job and you got us and you got all you this got amazing married. that mm. led to you being where you are now all yeah. you had to do was think different yeah yeah, yeah. dead on I'm going to get a new set of golf clubs now yeah. next week <laughs> yeah. when, uh, and, and you know what? last week and you know because I think I was only talking to my wife last night was uh, you know uh you know, do nice things for yourself. You yeah, like, self love. Like, uh, I didn't get a new set of golf clubes because I thought, oh, no, like, after all, I just won't be able to play yeah. for that long. And then, you know, I got home then yesterday and I just thought, you know what? No, I'm going to live in today. Yeah. I'm going to make a decision today. Yeah, I'm going to get a new set of golf clubs. you're great for that. You are. A new set of golf clubs. Yeah. A new set of golf clubs. And I'm going to play great golf for the rest of the season. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And Amen. I don't give a shite if it's going to cost an arm and a leg. No. You know what I mean? Back. I am very yeah. bad for that. You helped me with that a lot, yeah. Hannah, because like I would... You get you feel guilty. You yeah, know. I always thought like I felt bad if I spent money on myself. and But you yeah. always thought to me like, Erin, if you think about bills, more bills going to come in the door. Yeah. Like you think that you deserve this and like mm. you're worthy of buying this thing yeah. for yourself. Because, you know, like the, the thing about, you know, uh, like all these, like, like being unhappy, you know what I mean? Uh, the low self-esteem all that sort of stuff like you know 
it's it's a mindset you know what i mean it's like, learned yeah, behavior we learn, we learn to think that way you know what i mean and the, the, the self-esteem what i think myself through my own experience is that at the core of everything so if you're able to get down to there you know that's where the big changes happen yeah if, you, if you're able to think start thinking a, a different way about who you are and what you are you know what i mean amazing things can happen in your life you yeah. know what I mean? That's been my experience, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that's where it's at. So, in summary, it's love yourself. Yeah. So if, you could, if you could go back in time, would you do anything differently? Oh, Ooh, that's a yeah. good question. That, that is a good question. It, it, it is, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that, you know, uh, you know, I would have definitely done differently. But the only thing about that is, you know, if I'd done something differently back then, would I be sitting here the way Would I you be now? as wise as you are today? So, so so that that that's where it's at. You know what I mean? It's it's I like who I am today. I've been able to look at my past and I've been able to to, to deal with it and say, right, well, this is how I was. Because I was sick. I was spiritually spiritually sick. I was mentally sick, you know what I mean? And uh I was struggling with it with different addictions, you know yeah. what I mean? So I moved through all that, like and you know, this is the dark before the dawn. Yes. You know what I mean? It was very dark. But Jesus has never been so bright now. Yeah, like I know we've talked about the the timeline of your struggle here today, but like you are the happiest person ever. Like I never <laughs> seen those years, you know, in your early life. Like I was only three when you got sober. Yeah. And to me, you were just the best fucking thing in the world. Like you were so funny. Yeah. And you've always been so funny. Yeah. See, like, but even that, like, you know what I mean? You were three when I, I got sober. But the, 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 the thing, the, the catalyst of you being around back then was yeah. huge for me. You know what I mean? Because, like, uh, there was times where I wasn't able to see us. Being know, out on benders for five days at a time, no longer, you know, aligned with your values. Because mm. you've just said a lot during this podcast that mm. you value relationships. Mm. Oh, definitely. And that means that, like, you weren't being who you wanted to be for us do you know what i mean yeah 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 because you valued it so much it went against your values so that probably motivated you to get sober you know yeah. not being the being ashamed of who you were, you were being for your kids you know yeah like that, but the, but that's it like the the the, the most the, the four years i mean wife the five years you know yeah. what i mean like uh, without a doubt the relationships that i have which is i like i just love yeah sure you know, in his car he has like a picture of the five of us and when he's driving he just clicks each in a row and brings <laughs> us all for a chat um on this big screen in the car yeah. um have you any other questions for us han is there anything you learn from your dad um i suppose it's probably the same reasons why i wanted him on like the wi- the wisdom for sure like i am very perceptive I think I have been since I'm little. I think that's very clear. I take in everything that I see. And anything, yeah, all of your wisdoms, I've listened. And I've taken that on for me, you know. Um, I feel like you've really checked me on my bad behaviours as well. Which is like, it's hard to be criticised by anyone, let alone like your family or your friends. But, you know, sometimes if I'm being judgmental and my dad's like, you know, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's mm. life. Like, stop yeah. judging them. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And this is still something that you're doing now for me. Like, I'm going to become a life coach and you are so far on your journey. Like, mm. I value what you say so much. Yeah, because, but, if, but even that, like, to say yeah. about that is, is that's because of how mine and your relationship has developed. Yeah. Because, you know, what's in it now more than anything is trust. Yeah. You know, and, and the respect for the viewers and and, uh, and knowing what we're saying is coming from a good place and yeah, you're not trying to, to never yeah. trying to hurt the other and yeah 
we just want to uplift and encourage each other that's it yeah like you're helping me a lot with my little sis ash like i'm sure all the girls listening like you have a rocky relationship with your sisters as well hannah you and your sisters because we all be killing our sisters it's just you know the hormones (laughs) of being a teenager but like as i'm getting older now i just like she's like my biggest spiritual um like what's the word lesson because I'm like looking at her and I think right you we're like chalk and she is you're so different to me but I love you and accept you just as you are anyway you know yeah, yeah. Um, well, and it was the same like it was the same with my younger brother my younger brother you say. Mart, isn't yeah. yeah and the thing about the thing about my younger brother is, is you know the relationship that we have with him is just unbelievable you yeah know what I mean? the, 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 just un, unconditional love yeah and it's the same with all, all me, me brothers and sisters but you know myself and my me, me younger brother now are, are, are really close you yeah know what I mean? and uh like just great and, and it's the same with them all being able to trust them yeah you yeah. know like uh, when, when i did think back like i trusted nobody absolutely yeah. nobody right and i would only trust somebody as we get uh, uh, for as much as i can get from them right? yeah yeah so it was never real. It was yeah. always false. You know what I mean? So it's great to be real. It's great to lead by example as well. Like just because like if you don't get along with a family member or for example, like there was a time in my life where me and you didn't talk like mm. me and my dad. And, you know, we can so often just get caught up in these grudges against people that we love because we're not brave enough to take the first step and just maybe apologize or maybe like lead by example and love them unconditionally. Um. Mm. Like I'll tell you one thing, it was the best phone call I ever got. Yeah, like randomly, oh, like me and my dad didn't talk for, <laughs> we're after a skin in there, but randomly we didn't talk for, I think it would have been three uh, years that. Oh, like, it wasn't yeah. three now, it wasn't that long. I think it was three years. Hannah, was it? I can't remember being nah. three years. I don't know, but anyway, there was. No, a, come here. It felt like three yeah. years. Yeah, well, I, look, I had a chip on my shoulder from like probably 50 and up to 20 like but even, but even that like the, the thing about it was that that was an awful lot of it was because of wrong information yeah you know i mean that, that like that's miscommunication that, that, yeah miscommunication but then things would never happen now yeah you know what i mean because we we sit down we express ourselves and we yeah need to talk are so about open with that's each it. other now yeah. yeah but anyway like we'll tell the listeners the story will we yeah about the phone call like I went I was on my way to college like and my dad didn't even know I don't even know if you knew I was in college or ever but like I just I I just wanted to hurt you and keep all this information from you and I thought my (laughs) success was revenge I was like I'm getting this degree got rubbed in my dad's face right but anyway I went into Connolly Station I was on my way to Maynooth and I seen Susan Boylan that's your sister and she was like Erin come for a bit of lunch and I was like I haven't seen her in years like Mm. but I went anyway right we sat down, got a coffee and wedges, and she was like, so how's your dad? And I was like, Chase, I don't know. Like, and she was like, why don't you ring him? And I was like, yeah, maybe I will. And she was like, lead by example. Like, and I was like, yeah, she was, what did she say? She said that she had a friend that she wanted to call as well. She was like, I'll do that if you do that. So we made a pack there at the lunch table. Yeah. And I got back on the train. I didn't even go to my notes, fuck the lectures. My dad's more important. <laughs> and I was like, I just need to talk to him. So I just rang you and... I was like, hi. And you were like, hello. Did you see Aaron's name come up on the phone? No, yeah. no, definitely not. No, I would have had a new number by then. Yeah. You were just like, hi, who's just, this? Just here. I was like, Aaron. <laughs> hi. And then it was just after that, like we met up and had conversations because like, are we a couple of good home yeah like of me crying me, uh, like a lot of my healing process was that i had to point finger at you oh, and say yeah, oh yeah. i hate you for this and i hate you for that and the same with me i hate you for this and i hate you for that and i blame a man for so much yeah. when really like as you 
being crippled with low self-esteem and being an al- alcoholic I might have not been an alcoholic but I was addicted to self-loathing yeah, or yeah, self-pity yeah, yeah, yeah. I was addicted to self-pity and I wanted everyone to hold accountability for mm. how they treated me in my life when really like freedom was just there yeah, yeah. you know waggling the tail in front of my <laughs> eyes I could have had it but I never did and yeah I suppose I just I had to forgive people for what yeah. they done and I just have never looked back yeah. because holding resentment and grudges is doing nothing but harming yourself. Like, mm. so as I said, at the beginning of this spiel, you know, lead by example, if you do have any kind of resentments towards family members or anything like reach out, forgive. Oh, and life is, too short. Oh, life is too short. Yeah. Without a doubt. You like, know, cause this is the thing about forgiveness. Right? Yeah. I remember something happened in my life and, uh, Crippled with resentment as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I always thought that, that forgiving somebody was letting somebody off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I struggled with it, you know. And then one day something changed, you know, where I realised that, that forgiving is not about the other person. It's about you. Yeah. It's about me being free from the, 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 the feelings of resentment and hatred and, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So when, when that changed then, it just became so easy to forgive people. Mm-hmm. You know, Same just for forgiving, forgiving yourself. Mm. Forgiving yourself is number one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's as well as how can you live, love someone else if you don't love yourself? How can you forgive other people if you don't forgive you? Mm. Like you really have to just release that guilt and shame from yourself and then the the good, the abundance of goodness is all yours, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have four great kids. Have you learned that from your kids? Everything. 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 <laughs> Tell it like, you know... I remember going into AA, like, and uh, there was talking about you know the development of, of uh, patience and tolerance. Yeah. You know, and that's where I I I I learned it from the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus, they used to drive me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like, nuts. like I remember walking into we'd walk into Lidl, like with the Fordham, and the Fordham would just run. Yeah. <laughs> Playground. Down I, the I'm there. I'm there trying to get the stuff, and I'm thinking, and, and like Asher used to climb in the shelves in at the back of all the stuff between the <laughs> yeah. two shelves. And she'd be going around and she'd be eating, knocking stuff, stuff and over. Eating jellies and, and, yeah, it used to be mad. And you know, like, as well, if that comes to judgment, like, uh, sometimes we'd be in the supermarket and if you see a kid acting the bollocks or something, you're like, do their man not yeah, control yeah, them? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. you have these automatic judgments or automatic negative thoughts. But, yeah. like, I look at you and think, how the fuck could you control four rug rats like yeah, us? Oh, you know what I mean? It wasn't your fault. It was, but, like, I learned, I definitely, you know, I definitely <laughs> tell to love like the love was the biggest part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? The things that we done, like hanging around with each other, you know. Yeah. Like my dad I mean, he'd often get pissed off at us acting the bollocks in the back of the car, right? I remember we used to drive to swimming or you know, every Saturday you'd bring us in there. So we'd go swimming, we'd go, you know, where else would we go? Horse riding, yeah, yeah, kids yeah. zone. Do you remember yeah, kids yeah, zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd drive all the way up and we'd be pissing him off that much. He's like, right, that's it. We're not going, right? So we'd be quiet the whole way back in the car. He'd get all the way, miles, miles, miles back to Bobrigan and he'd say, are you sorry? And we'd say, yeah. And he'd go, right, we'll go then. <laughs> we <turn laughs> we're back driving away. all the way back back to, to teach us some sort of lesson. Oh, and we knew dick. he'd always fucking be soft and bring oh, us back. Oh, I was so dick. You were a softie, though. <laughs> yeah. You but were it, a softie. Oh, yeah. But, I, like, the, the, the crap was no idea. Like, you know, really great memories. But, uh, One thing, actually, when you're saying what you've learned from uh, my dad is that what you've drilled into me, <gasps> you always wanted me to be a golden skill. Yeah, yeah. And I think that 
maybe we seen that I have a natural ability with books and that and like oh, all my yeah. report cards read that oh, way. Great That's just it's a very cards, natural yeah. thing that I had and maybe like it wouldn't have been encouraged as much if you didn't push me for that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. like every morning I'd be like, I'm not fucking going skill and you'd walk up say, Yes you are fucking are going skill <laughs> Nearly yeah, anytime I'd stay in your house, I knew we'd always have to go. Yeah, honestly, oh, if we stay in your house, would fucking have to. <laughs> and then we used to sneak down to my master, so we wouldn't have to. Oh. But my lovely ma, like, bless her. But, yeah, gas. Uh, another funny story, when I fucking went on the Mitch for the first time, right? Oh, and I, I walked home, my dad used to get home from work at quarter past one every day or something. And I knew that, like, so I was out and about, and about bringing down the bower at the beach, all that. I was like, right, I'll get back for a quarter past one, say so I had a half day or something. <laughs> Or no, was it? I went up to my bedroom and hid Hi. until about three o'clock and walked down the stairs and shut the front door thinking that like he wouldn't hear. <laughs> yeah. And I went in. He was like, how was school? I was like, great. He was like, was it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no, it wasn't because you didn't fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, my stomach dropped. Oh, another funny one there, right? <laughs> when I was about uh, 14 or 15, I ended up getting a J-Lo, right? Because I was robbing stuff in town <laughs> oh, yeah. and pennies. Oh, but geez. wasn't it the day of my dad's big uh, rock out five minutes of fame? He was going to be doing the oh, guitar yeah. down at the Bob Brigham Fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he had to come in and collect me, me and fucking handcuffs in a jail cell <laughs> oh, in town. Jesus. And I would do uh, the silence and then I remember you were grounded for a week yeah. and the first day she got ungrounded she started drinking and I had to bring her home and my ma had yeah. to call you oh, yeah. <laughs> me puking in Delhi burger all like, over I'm the chipper yeah. oh god and as well as you said you learned patience you learned yeah. patience I needed patience it was patience yeah. or died oh. I was just like, screaming out for attention probably as a teenager really like yeah, kind of like you said, you said it rough, like it was a one-parent family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, uh, you know, it wasn't, well, it was normal as far as we've seen what normal was, but yeah. it was tough, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like when, I, I suppose I probably used to compare myself a lot growing up, like, because, mm. you know, I wouldn't have the nicest shoes that all you girls would have. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. Have, Like, my dad fucking cut and plait her hair, like, you know, he'd have to put this conditioner and water mix in her oh, hair to try and get it up yeah. in a ponytail. He used to be great. And he used to try brush that it. That was magic we'd, Yeah, we'd smack your hand <laughs> off if you tried to brush it because the tangles <laughs> would be too sore. So we'd be like, scruffs going in. And you know what? We always had poxy knits as well. Because oh, I, I, if I ever got rid of my knits, Asha would have knits five oh, minutes later. Jesus, and we'd just nightmare. be passing it through each other. I should have just shaved you as I had. No, but <laughs> as Hannah said, we were happy. Yeah. And I just loved our childhood. Like, I looked at your family and I just thought it was great. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, we did great crack. Yeah. I always remember you always revolved around music. Yeah. Like you'd be either out in the shed doing your drums, yeah. on the guitar, we'd be going to Argyll and you'd always have an iPod with music on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'd be going to bed at night and he'd give us his iPod. Oh, yeah. do you remember? And we'd have an earphone each. Yeah. 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 Do you remember me and Asha would be singing before bed and all that? Asha loves singing. We used to do well. the same, like yeah. I remember yourself taking marriage, like we'd uh like singing songs in, in bed yeah great you know what I mean great amazing yeah. Yeah. so have well, you any I other think, questions I think that's a wrap Thanks is there anything else that you want to you want to pass on before you go oh, any advice well I'll tell you like, I, I suppose I'll say it again I said at the start how proud of the two years that I am yeah you know what I mean uh, it's great to be able to you know see young people express themselves the way yeah. the two years are you know what I mean and, yeah. and again like it's just you just have a bright future yeah. You know what I mean? Being able to do that. Like when I was your age, I was shut closed. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Uh, so it's really great to see that. So well, thanks for letting me Well, thanks over. for being such you know, a And I suppose, like, you know, maybe if we do it again next year, you know what I mean, you'll get all the other loads of stuff. Like, I, I, I can never get everything out. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like, like we'll definitely have you on again to talk yeah, about other stuff because mm. today was really just your journey and mm. AA and, you know, your struggles growing up and... Mm. Next time it could be something different. You never no. know what can come out. Then I'm a career. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Thanks Thank for so coming much. on. This has been Hannah. This has been Erin. And this has been Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye guys.